play sit comfortably. I want to um, talk tonight about um, what would come under the term engaged Buddhism. Um, in um, Asian countries, not, not in, totally, but there's been a tendency for um, Buddhist practice to be um, an individual kind of practice to free yourself from worldly kind of attachments, you know, and to find your own peace in the world. Um, but in contemporary Buddhism, particularly as it's come west, <coughs> there's a particular movement called Engage Buddhism, which is about being involved not just with your own liberation and your own peace, um, but the the uh, the welfare of everyone and um, uh, liberating others from suffering where we can and being involved therefore in um, uh, political activities, not necessarily mean in terms of a political party, um, but being involved in um, being, caring for the environment and particularly social justice kind of issues are things that <coughs> Buddhist people seem to be particularly interested in and oppression of the poor and so on. And um, uh, it's uh, um, Zen being part of Mahayana Buddhism is kind of in that spirit that it's not just about um, your own liberation but it's about being engaged and, and, and if we're there's a sense of oneness or unity or, or integration or into being that comes out of this practice where the self-centeredness dissolves, then it kind of follows on from that that we can't really rescue ourselves unless um, we're really engaged with the whole of life. Um, and recently, um, some of you know, I've been involved in a, um, a campaign, I suppose you could call it, to rescue our little beautiful harbour park from having a development application um, uh, put into practice where this beautiful harborside park was going to have a synthetic oval on it, synthetic grass oval. And myself and some of my neighbours have opposed it. And it's very current to me because just down the road here, a few blocks at North Sydney Council, we had the final showdown where we presented our case to the whole gathering of the council. And without wanting to sound triumphant about it, we won. <laughs> and uh, it was the it was the end of about two years of work that many people in the council have been going through to get this to happen. And we gathered a huge amount of um, uh, public support against it in a petition, which finally convinced them to. to they, they totally turned in the direction they were going, and they unanimously stopped it at least for the time being anyway. But to, I don't want to talk about the issue so much. Um, but it's something... I'm feeling quite emotionally exhausted by it now when you think of all the investment of passion and energy and commitment and so on you put into something like that. And I've been noticing over the last couple of weeks as it's culminated in that, that my um, peace of mind in terms of like my ability to focus and so on, it's not quite what it normally is, you know, and it's sort of in, you get passionately engaged in something. So it raises 
um, it's kind of like a bit of a koan to me in the sense that um, uh, it's something that I think is an extension of practice to go beyond just you know your own personal peace of mind or, and whether you're calm or whatever. And there's a, in one sense, there's a very deep sense of um, um, fulfilment. You know, that going through all that stress and so on, that myself and my neighbours were able to save um, a really beautiful park from what would have been a really um, ugly and unfortunate development. So this Dharma practice doesn't necessarily always mean that you're leading a stress-free life. Mm -hmm. um, and as we read in that... Um, that, that reading we did today from Joko is that a Zen life is a, is a life of action, it's not a life of passively doing nothing. And it, has, it is being engaged. Now, I, I don't particularly want to belong to an um, engaged Buddhist organisation, personally. I mean, some people might, and that's, that's their business, but personally I don't feel the need to sign up as a Buddhist to do these kind of things. I just sort of pick the areas um, that I'm interested in. I don't need to put a Buddhist name or tag to it at all. Um, but it is part of practice to be engaged in a, in a wider sense of community or a wider sense of connection to environment. Um, and that it's not necessarily about just maintaining your own um, stress-free, peaceful little life, necessarily. But nevertheless, um, if you bring... Um, a Zen spirit to the way that you act within that sort of confrontational and and difficult kind of situation. I think one of the things that's important um, is that you may feel anger, and I I have felt anger um, about what might happen to this park. Um, but there's a way in which you can channel the anger, and you channel it into determination. You know, and you, you, you channel it into a really focused approach to what you're going to do. But it's really not within Dharma practice to set up the other people as the enemy, you know, and to have this triumphal thing or we won and they lost kind of thing, and to have a, no empathy for um, someone else's position even though they're opposing you. So there can be a, a transformation of anger into a direction, but it's not about actually feeding um, hostility or, or um, spite or feeding that kind of aspect of ourselves. It's really, really not helpful. And it's also trying to, to move into having an empathy with the people who may be opposed to you, you know, and actually stepping into their shoes and trying to find out what it is they want. You know, that so that you can hopefully bring about win-win situations, which could quite possibly come out of this, where everyone gets what they need, um, rather than something being done at the expense of others. And as well, what's involved in being involved in a process like this, and this could apply to many areas of our life, is um, it's to be passionately involved in something, whether it's a relationship, or it's a, it's a campaign like something like this. This is the kind of koan of it. How do you be so 100% passionately involved in something and yet be non-attached to the outcome? Mm -hmm. 
I'm not quite sure if I know the answer to that. Uh But somehow, it seems like somehow they can go together. Mm -hmm. And they seem like they don't. But I think you can. You can be so so passionately involved, like in a relationship or an activity or something, and you give it 100%, and yet there can still be a non-attachment to outcome. And, and, and it's a paradox, because you want a certain outcome. I wanted a certain outcome with this, right? But what if it didn't happen? What if we lost last night? Um, probably what I would have felt was sad. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay about feeling sad. And if the bulldozers came in and wrecked the park, I would probably feel heart, heartbroken. Um, but there's a way, but I probably wouldn't have been angry. And um, there's a way of being, being with those natural feelings that arise and you're not denying or suppressing them and yet there's a way of being with them where you don't actually have to be attached to them. They're, they're going through you, they're very strong feelings going through you, but you're not necessarily attaching to them as my, my feelings, you know, which make them into something much more self-centred. They're just feelings going through you. Mm-hmm. And in that sense, you can feel, um, but you can be non-attached to the feeling. I don't know if that makes sense or not, but I'm trying to make sense of my own experience over the last few days.